everyone. This is Matt. And I'm Kyle. And we're the Casual Tutors. Today, we're going to be doing kind of a more somber, serious episode. But before we get there, we're going to do a little bit of housekeeping, like always. First thing on the off the bat, you might notice we sound a little different than our normal selves. And that's because, you know, this atmospheric river, shitty roads kind of kept us from being able to link up and do the episode like we normally do in person. So we're recording right now via our Discord channel, which... By the way, it's going to be a link in their link tree in our description, so you should join. But, you know, we're going to be back to our normal next week with an extra special episode with our first guest, which is super exciting. And then other than that, you know, it's the usual stuff. Hit us up on our Discord, like and support our Facebook page, and all the usual social media links in our link tree as always. And just want to take one more minute. Thank you, guys. You absolutely crushed it last week. We more than surpassed our 50 listener goal, and we pushed past 500 plays total for all of our episodes so huge milestones for us we couldn't have done it without you guys we appreciate all the help and support you guys give out continuously you know matt you have a good point about not looking at each other we should have set up webcams just so we could have seen each other this is it's weird i'm i'm not liking it yeah it's a little bit weird we can't read each other's cues but we'll push through i definitely need to get my webcam set up because i want to do spell table games with our guests but that's something that i'm still working on yeah i definitely i have a pretty decent one that i picked up a while ago that i've never used before so yeah i have a chinese one that says it's good but it's chinese so who knows Eh, we'll find out anyways let's get jumping right into this first this episode um like i said this week we're gonna be talking about kind of a, a somber more serious subject than normal and that's taking breaks from magic the gathering there's kind of you know three main ways that i've laid out here but you know kind of with everything else in our world there's multiple different perspectives and different avenues for people to live out their lives so obviously what we're going to talk about here isn't the end-all be-all for taking a break from magic or the and the perfect guide for how to handle you know mental your mental health with it concerning the game stuff like that well and there like you said there's a lot of reasons and and as we'll get into taking a break doesn't mean forever or even an extended period of time it's it's nothing to be afraid of the first one i want to talk about is what i call a localized break and for me that means it's a short break maybe a game or two and really it's just there to help you get over a particularly salty game or a a interaction that you didn't enjoy someone counters your win con you know someone combos off playing solitaire with themselves something like that and you're not necessarily directing your salt at anyone in particular but nonetheless you're just you're feeling it build up within you and a lot of times i find personally and i I see this at the cafe all the time where we play it can be caused by something as simple as hanger oh for sure i've seen a lot of issues caused by hanger this is probably like i said it's, it's one or two games it's the simplest for solutions to come up with and that's really just standing up stretching going outside if you can getting some food to solve those hanger needs something that we're really bad at in particular in our lgs is getting up and finding a new pod not always the option but it is definitely a tool that's available to most people playing against new people i mean you know maybe maybe it's a specific player or maybe it's just seeing the same decks over and over again there's that one of the best things about magic is the diversity of different decks that you can play against yeah, definitely. You, It's good to mix it up. It's why we love going to things like Magic Fest and MTG Summit so much is not necessarily playing with your friend group or local group that might join you at those events, even though that happens a lot. But getting to meet new people, going into the command zone and just sitting with random pods, stuff like that kind of just builds up your game plan and kind of bringing that back to your local game store and trying different pods on the same night, I think is a healthy move for anybody that might be 
be feeling some kind of frustration. Oh, yeah. What you will notice going forward is some of these can lead to the next step. You know, I feel like a lot of times if you're starting to see that you're taking a lot of short breaks, you know, in a single night, you're starting to get really salty in a single night. That's where you start to move on to the next step. And I, you might notice that it's not. I, I think when you start to get into extended breaks from any kind of hobby, it's it's a slow build. It's not something that happens instantaneously. It is a good segue into our next section, which I call a focused break. It can involve anything as simple as just, you know, maybe you get to your LGS, you, you get a game in and you're just not feeling it. You're immediately in that bad headspace. You immediately have a bad interaction and just maybe the right move is packing up and leaving for the night, trying again next week or even the week after than that. And really, it's just to help you remove yourself from that source of frustration. It's never a bad thing, you know, if, if you got to get up and go and come back later, cool off a little bit, rather do that, rather miss maybe, you know, I don't know, an hour of gameplay that you could have had, rather miss that than ruin a friendship or to ruin a night for other people, you know, it, it, it is a game, you know, let people have their fun. You definitely don't want to burn any bridges. These, in most cases, are probably your only local game stores. I know there's some cities across America that are blessed with multiple LGSs that you have the option of going to but like i know there's a lot of people in our situation where we're kind of one and done or there's one close to us and the other one is way on the other side of your town and not necessarily the most convenient or maybe you've already been there and you don't like that environment at all so you know when you do these focus breaks nothing needs to be said right then and there during the break or as you're packing and leaving it's important not to let that salt and frustration consume you especially while you're still in store but just take a deep breath move on civilly and get yourself into the right headspace where you're starting to have fun and magic again the third kind of break i want to talk about is what i call fully tapping out you know there's that wrestling analogy there's tapping out all your mana and magic basically it's in my mind taking an extended break and using that break to identify whatever the issue is that is causing you not to have fun you know continuing the way you are with your magic experience and obviously we focus a lot on commander but this could be you know any constructed play any limited play just casual play at your lgs stuff like that but i consider fully tapping out as several weeks um and being no upper limit on that we've kind of been talking about this from the side of on you as the player but there are a lot of external factors too i you know there. We all have busy lives. There's a lot of stress that goes on. The world is very stressful. You know, maybe it is an issue with your current, you know, local playgroup. I look more localized than even local if you're like a kitchen table magic player or something like that. Maybe you play against the same three people every single time you play, and that's kind of becoming an issue. There, there are a lot of things. It doesn't necessarily just because you have to take a break from a hobby doesn't necessarily make it your fault that you need to take the break. There's a lot of different things that go into it things like financial stress from a continuous release schedule uh the pressure of you know feeling fomo for products that are coming out uh, maybe your decks aren't performing up to your expectations anymore i know kyle shared this that you know he feels like he's kind of tuning to be more competitive and losing some of the fun aspect of it so you know stepping back and looking at how your decks are actually constructed maybe your play group is just constantly generating a toxic environment building those salt mines salt piles up and then again just general burnout it's 
magic's a hobby and you know it's important not to let it run your life because everyone gets tired no matter if it's a game if it's work it's their personal life whatever you invest so much time and energy into it it's eventually going to wear you down and taking a break is definitely a healthy tool to utilize to get over your burnout and really start enjoying the game again when you decide to come back. Well, that's a good point too. I mean, another thing to think about is Watsi itself, the company that develops magic also doesn't help to create a less toxic environment. So environment is a big factor. Release schedule is a big factor. There's a lot of things. It's don't, don't feel like you're going to miss out if you don't dedicate all your time and money into this. I, there's always going to be singles. I'm guessing most most of our listeners didn't start in 93 or whatever, which means you've had to work your way up to collect the collection you have now, which includes older cards from a time when you weren't playing. So you will be able to get a hold of cards you want you in the future. You will be able to maybe possibly even crack packs for cards you're interested in. I know it, there's the fear because a lot of older packs cost so much money and everything, but that also, that takes a long time for that to build up. And I, with the current release schedule, I don't know if that's necessarily something to fear. Take time to look at your decks, you know, like I said, you know, maybe they're not performing or maybe you just, you know, you're feeling pressure because your playgroup's meta is moving in a different direction. Take that time, tear them down, put them back together, play with them, find new cards that you're excited to play with. Everyone has pet cards and, you know, just because you like X, Y, and Z doesn't mean that A, B, and C comes along and you don't like those also. And, you know, finding new ways to put as much enjoyment back into the game and the time it takes to do that is super important. You can also use this time to evaluate the play group and determining if it's for you or not. It's important to identify the people that you enjoy playing with, you know, whether it's at a kitchen table or at your LGS and finding ways to really connect with them and continue keeping them as your as your pod, whether that's at your kitchen table or, you know, you agree to meet at your LGS so you can all play the same pod, stuff like that. Figuring out the why, what and who that builds up the salt and fixing or removing yourself from those situations is really what these breaks are all about. We're going to talk about another section that's probably the most important part of taking these breaks, whether it's the one game break or the one year break. And that's what I'm calling the reflecting pool. Make sure that your break is productive and you see growth in yourself as a person and a player. Both are equally important. And regardless of the length, uh, you need to determine why you got to the point that you felt you needed a break and you know, look at possible solutions to overcome that hurdle. Well, and and that that's just it too is is sit down and really take a look you know if it is if it is something anything you you can fix anything really but if it is something that's that's you know centralized to yourself you know is it is it your decks is it you know just you are too competitive as a person or is it something else is it something external but if you don't take that time to sit down and really figure out what that is then you're going to come back in two weeks and you're going to sit back down and you're just going to restart the cycle and it's just going to build again and start all over. You really need to take that time to evaluate what is going on. And a lot of these things aren't going to be just one thing. It's important to kind of do your best to consider all factors and then evaluate those factors and find a solution that kind of, you know, maybe that solution just happens to fix everything at once. More than likely, you're going to need multiple solutions to fix multiple issues and help you just overcome them. Another important part is 
when you get done with this reflection and evaluation period during your break is to share with your friends and your your play groups. Let them know what got you to that point. Let them know how you're going to or what your idea is to fix it. And if you can ask for help, because I feel like the majority of people you're playing commander with are on some level a friend in most scenarios. And, you know, friends should be able to be relied on for help, even if it's the smallest thing, you know, having discussions with them, having, you know, larger than turn zero discussions where obviously turn zero is important to try at the play table. But sometimes that doesn't always work. There's a continuous trend, something along those lines, or maybe it's just a specific player and they might not be aware of it and they just need someone to come forward and have that discussion with them about whatever they're doing is being toxic or really hurting your play experience. And you you shouldn't feel bad for identifying these issues because more than likely, if you're having them, someone else at your group or in your LGS is having them also. And they might not be as, you know, forward and talking about it as you might be. Because like I said, I think we're all introverted on some level. And it takes a lot of courage to overcome the introvertedness and have these discussions. But I think they're critical for making your play groups better. Don't be afraid to actually look into these issues. They're your friends. Talk to people, whether it's a person or not. You you shouldn't be afraid to look to identifying issues that you have, especially if it's to the point where you're having to take breaks because of it. I mean, at that point, there's, <laughs> there's much bigger underlying issues. And, you know, if those solutions that you come forward with don't work or, you know, you present them to your group or some of your friends and they, they don't think that those are necessarily going to be the most viable options, you could still, you know, prolong your break, give yourself more time to reflect and develop and evaluate solutions. And then, you know, if it just continues and, you know, new solutions are becoming harder and harder to find, look for different options for play environments. You know, maybe you're really great friends with two or three people in the LGS, but the overall environment is just causing you undue stress and ruining your experience. Ask those friends for, you know, join your kitchen table. If it's the opposite, if it's you only have a kitchen table group and, you know, Joe and Phil are just complete assholes, want to do nothing but CDH and you're not into it. You know, there's other kitchen tables out there. I guarantee even in our tiny town with our LGS, there's still at least a dozen play groups that don't come and they just do kitchen table magic so there are other options and then i just want to say don't immediately jump into quitting magic it's a solution i see a lot of people come to fairly quickly in this break salty kind of world that they get into and more often than not people will sell out they'll you know drop the majority of their collection keep one deck maybe but then there's a lot of regret that will come afterwards call it seller's remorse instead of buyer's remorse and you know because eventually something's going to come along something will change you might move to a whole new city and you're going to want to get back into magic and you've sold your collection you've got one deck and you're starting from the ground up that's just another thing on top of it that's keeping you from getting back into magic you know you're staying positive during your breaks you you want to reflect on the good times as much as the bad and you know your magic for your passion for magic will come back again more than likely unless you've literally had the worst experience on earth there's going to be something that's going to have some small kindle or fire burning inside you for magic yeah and like i was saying earlier too is sometimes the issues that you're having aren't necessarily magic related that are causing the 
saltiness at the table. So, you know, the the biggest thing with not immediately jumping to quit magic is is maybe it's not magic that's the problem, you know? Maybe it's I don't know, the, the it's this time of year and and it's always dreary outside and your job has been rough and there's there's always going to be external factors, which is the the biggest reason to not immediately quit to jump to quitting magic because that might not always fix the issue seasonal depression is a very real thing and it's something that affects everybody and magic you know if you have a bad experience at your lgs it might seem like the obvious thing to cut if you know you're having continuous bad bad experiences or bad interactions but that seasonal depression usually gets better and then you know you'll feel better about magic and you'll be back in it obviously if one of those exterior factors are financial issues if you can, like I said, just try holding on to your collection, but it is understandable. Like I said, magic is a hobby. Selling off parts of your collection to help get you through those financial difficulties is totally valid. Try not to sell everything, but then again, you know, every situation is unique. For sure. And with what Matt was saying too, seasonal depression is really is real. Stress from work is real. A lot of times what helps those are having hobbies though. So that's, I, I, I don't know what it is because I get the same issues where things start to get stressful. I start to get down and my first thought is, ah, I'm going to just kick all these hobbies. I've just got too much to do. It's our brains say that's what we should do. And it's usually not the right answer. <laughs> Yeah, it's that catch 22, definitely. And, you know, taking that break and using that break, like we said, to reflect on your decks or that single person orientated aspect of magic that is deck building by itself. Maybe even just curating your collection, going through your cards, seeing what spice you could find in your bulk, stuff like that, where you, you don't, you, you totally remove yourself from any possible negative interaction that you could have with a pod. And, you know, you focus kind of on the, the collector aspect of the TCG, you know, just a, another solution that you can apply during breaks. We kind of want to just wrap this up. One last subject, and that's something I'm calling the outside looking in. And it, it's just making sure that you support your local playgroups and players. Like I said earlier, on some level, the majority of these people are your friend, at the very least acquaintances. And we want to help build strong bonds in everyone's community because that's ultimately how people have the most fun. It's how you get people to the LGS. It's how you build these big kitchen table communities. And, you know, if it's every man for themselves, you lose that very quickly, which I think we saw during COVID where a lot of things shut down and, you know, those interactions fell through because they only existed at the LGS and people were forced separated. And now that we're all coming back, building those connections stronger is ever more important because, you know, heaven forbid we ever go through something like that again. But I want to go through it with a stronger connection so I could keep playing magic ultimately, but also so I could keep others playing magic with me. You know, it's what is it? The the golden rule. Treat others how you want to be treated, right? You never know. You know, maybe you've never taken a break. Maybe you've never had an issue. You've never had a tap out of magic, but you don't know if you will. And you're going to want to be treated the same way, to be treated well and to be respected for your break and to be, if you need to talk to people during your break about things, you, you know, you, you'd like them to understand and work with you. So try to just try to do the same for everyone else. And it's also important just to recognize when people do need their space, someone scoops and leaves that night because they get frustrated and, you know, you could see them physically getting frustrated. They're throwing their decks in their bags. They're just trying to get out of there as fast as they can. 
probably not the best idea to stand up and trap them in a corner to ask how they're doing. But, you know, you see them at the grocery store the following weekend and, you know, hey, you know, I really enjoyed that game we got on Wednesday. You know, I look forward to playing with you again. Something like that. Something simple. Let them know that they're appreciated and missed. And, you know, it can go a long way. You know, people that, you know, every community has awkward members in it. And just taking the time to, you know, greet them, say hi, ask how their day was, stuff like that. Try to involve them in your games it's all super important to that healthy environment that we were talking about you might be enemies at the table but you're friends in real life yeah you don't literally want to kill them you want to figuratively kill them with cardboard some things to really focus on when you're looking in on these people going through different challenges it's important to let them come to their own solutions in their own time they're the only ones that get to decide how they're going to do things and when they're ready to do those things and when that time does come, it's important to support their decision. Maybe they take a couple months off and they decide at the end of it, I'm just flat out done with magic. You know, obviously be like, oh, that's too bad. You know, we really enjoy you having you down for commander. We really enjoy playing you in limited, but don't work too hard to convince them otherwise, because it's, it's obviously a solution that they've been thinking about for a few months. And, you know, putting that doubt into their mind can just drive them further away and worse, make the situation worse. Another important thing is to never criticize them for doing what they feel is right. Uh, whether that's taking a break, voicing their frustration in a civil manner. Obviously, if they're standing up and yelling at people and throwing chairs in their game store, it, it's beyond what we're talking about right now. But they're the only ones that can make their own selves right, if that makes any sense. Be open with them. Be willing to discuss and find, help them find their solutions if they come asking for it. Really, you're just a shepherd among the flock, and the flock finds their own way, uh, to use kind of a, a weird cheap herder analogy. <laughs> that, but, was, that was extremely random. Like, you're you're not there. I've got another one for you. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. <laughs> so you, you can help that player, you know, with possible solutions and work their way through it. But in the end, they're the ones that are going to have to jump in that pool and drink some water. Another thing, too, depending on you know, the level of friendship, I guess, depending on how close you are, you know, maybe it's whatever. But there's also the opportunity, you know, maybe reach out and say, you know, hey, let's grab lunch or let's grab a drink or something like that. You know, it doesn't always have to be if, if you know that, you know, they, oh, they had a rough time this day playing or, or they're taking a break. You don't have to like completely isolate them and you also don't have to make these talks about magic like kyle said taking them out for lunch and, and if you're up to it going out and grabbing a beer with them something like that and it's it's all predicated on your comfort level with that person we don't expect you to go down to the person that's been there one night and got raffle stomped and never showed back and you know try to make them your best friend but at the same time that player that comes every week that you know suddenly stops showing up and you, you know their name you play games against them and you know just some minor interaction with them when it hurt, you know. Our LGS is lucky enough to also be a cafe with a full espresso bar, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, maybe just say, hey, you want to meet down, have a coffee, chat, stuff like that. It kind of sounds like a date, but it's not a date unless you're into that. If that's a date, Matt and I go on a lot of dates. Well, he is my wife. Right. Kyle is my wife. Yeah, that makes sense. The, the most important thing here, and this is something that I regrettably see more than I would like, and it's to never talk behind whoever it is back they're going to hear about it in the end it's not going to help them resolve any challenges and in fact it's going to do the exact opposite it's going to exacerbate any issues they have and it could be the simplest things you know hearing people 
say that there's particular people that don't come in to play at your LGS because they don't like playing with you. Stuff like that. It, it can be hurtful for some people. Other people thrive on it. They, they take it as a challenge. But you, you never know how it's going to be taken by that person. So just keep it to yourself. Honestly, if you have negative comments about a person, these things tend to sort themselves out with pods and stuff like that. And, you know, being kind of just rat-like behind people's backs is not a good way of approaching a healthy environment. No, it's a good life lesson to not just not talk behind people's backs. Gossip never gets anyone anywhere. Right. It's amazing how these things can transfer between magic and real life. Final remarks is magic is a game for fun, including everyone and being a good person is crucial to having a healthy playgroup. Don't be afraid to take breaks to evaluate your feelings on the game and don't judge people for doing the same. That's basically it. Be a good person. Yeah, it's it's not that hard. Anyways, you know, just one more time to shill right here at the end. Discord, get in there, blow it up. We're going to get Spell Table going. Uh, we're doing TikTok, Instagram Reels. I plan on cracking some Ultimate Masters here in the future. I just printed a cell phone stand so I can record it and not have it be super shaky. So that's exciting. And then, as always, there's our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, where we're the most active for sure. So just hit it up. Let us know what you think about any of our episodes, whether you want to reach out and talk about a break or, you know, frustrations you have in your group we're definitely there to give some advice and help out where we feel fit i like to think we're good people kyle and i are assholes to each other but i think we're out really good so you know we're here to help for sure next week's episode like i said at the start it's going to be super special we are having our first guest it is going to be magic related and i'm i'm super stoked it kind of just fell into our laps out of the blue can't be more excited than i possibly am i ordered a bunch of stuff to to help facilitate making this happen yeah and so, it is it's not just any guest too it's it's another creator which is awesome yeah so you know there's gonna be big shout outs i can't wait you know make sure you guys tune in anyways i'm matt and i'm kyle and we're the casual tutors thanks for listening <laughs>